Well, today on Nation, a window cleaning podcast, we're going to be talking about not wasting your money. So don't waste your money. Don't buy these things. Don't invest in these things. These things are a waste of your money. So if you've wasted money or you haven't wasted money yet, stay tuned to WCR Nation. What's up, everybody? Jersey here from windowcleaner.com, and you are here. What's up? Hey, have a look around. Hopefully, you dig it if it's your first time here. There are so many videos, 220-something videos, maybe 221 now. Anyway, go check them out. They're absolutely better than a cat video. Some cat videos are pretty funny, but these are pretty good. But go back, binge everything you can. It's on YouTube. And it's a podcast. So if you want to listen, which we get, I mean, 20 times more people that just listen than we do on YouTube, but it's on both. So if you want either, I got the YouTube premium, man. So uh, I just put it on in the back. Not my own podcast, but other podcasts. Anyway, uh, if you are not new here and you're coming back again and you're binging and you are absolutely awesome, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And if you want to be the next level of cool kid, right? If you want to be a cool kid, we all want to be cool kids. Make sure you buy from me because that's my shameless plug of the day. Um, I'm a rep, a sales rep for windowcleaner.com, window cleaning resource. And if you need supplies, which you do, if you're a window cleaner, let me put them in. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Literally, you can just text me at 862-312-2026. Shoot me a text, be like, yo, Jersey, everything's in my cart. And include the words cool kid in the text, and I'll shoot you a free sticker. Right now, you can see it like glowing on this side. It's like a hologram one. You get a certified cool kid sticker, stick it on something, post a picture, show everybody that you're a cool kid if they don't already know. And if you want to go to the next level of epic, awesome cool kids, get American Window Cleaner Magazine. Yes. An actual magazine with pictures and posters and articles and gear and reviews and all that stuff. Steve-O's in there. You like Steve-O? He writes. Uh, super awesome. And even better than the magazine, uh, as you can see the wall behind me if you're watching on YouTube, stickers, man. Every issue comes with a sticker sheet. And by the way, the sticker club is live. If you want just the newest sticker sheet every single month, there is a club. It's like $4.99 a month. Uh, so go to AWCMAG, get a subscription. It's like a double virtual high five of awesomeness. And finally, because these intros are so stinking long, uh, I do have a um, review or comment. So leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, any of those places, or leave something on YouTube and I'll give you a shout out. Everybody loves a little cred. Um, this week was from uh, Window Shine. Who said, getting out of the field is a serious goal of mine. On a side note, something awesome that just happened. I added soft washing uh, roof cleaning services. And it's helped him pick up in the slow times, uh, the slow downs basically, windows. I was always intimidated by roof cleaning, but so glad I went for it. A client liked my work so much, they gave me a free trailer. That's nuts. That is absolutely nuts. So hopefully you did something good, but leave a review. That's absolutely awesome. On to this week's episode. We are talking about not wasting your money. And I am one of those people who for sure have wasted money in the past. And there's a lot of things that others have tried only to find out that they're a waste. So why not learn about them now 
and not waste your money. Now, I'm just a dude with a mic, so take it with a grain of salt. I'm not any smarter than you. Uh, definitely not. But uh, these are some things I personally have tried. Uh, I know dozens of people who have tried a lot of this stuff, and it just doesn't work. So don't waste your money. By the way, if anything I say here you do think works, comment and let me know because I would love to hear it. But the first one on the list is billboards. People always get interested in billboards, but think about this. You want to know what billboards work? Billboards work when it's a big cheeseburger and an M. We've talked about this a bunch of times. It does not work when it's a picture of a window with a squeegee or whatever, or you, your crew, or whatever, with a bunch of writing, logo, let... No one at all is getting a number or website off of a billboard as they drive by. Unless they're like stopped, and even then, most of them aren't looking up. They're looking at their phones because that's the society we live in, right? Billboards are a waste of money. Other than if you sell cheeseburgers off the interstate or you have something that's like, you know, my restaurant, Chick-fil-A, next right. That stuff works. It doesn't work for window cleaning. By the way, I did meet one person who paid for his billboard with the work he got from the billboard, but uh, that was it. He didn't like make money off of it. Everybody else that I've ever talked to on billboards has just completely flopped. I'm going to go fast on that one because we've talked about it a hundred times. But another one that I tell people... So here's the thing. For me, it's always a dance in people's minds of being a salesman and being somebody who owned a window cleaning business for 16 years, right? There's always that kind of balance. And every time I say something and I I tell you guys shameless plug and I talk gear, I always try to preface it like, I am a salesman. I am a sales rep. That's my job. But if you talk to me, I'm not salesy. This product, we don't even sell, so I can't get yelled at for it. But it's an underpowered pressure washer. I get this so often because people still ask questions. Right? Most of my day is filled with just questions, new companies, existing companies, companies who just want to ask questions, which is super awesome. And they're always like, Hey, um, I want to get into soft washing. And I found a really good deal on this 2.2 gallon a minute pressure washer. Uh, what do you think about that? It's garbage. Don't buy it. Well, I know, but it's my like the first one. You think it would work? No, 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 no. Don't buy it. You are better off not owning a pressure washer than getting a crappy underpowered one because you could save up and get a bigger one. Yes, like a, a nice at least four gallon a minute, which is even small at that, but a four gallon a minute belt fed pressure washer or a, a belt powered pressure washer. Anyway, not direct drive is like, 15 to $1,800. You can go higher even than that. You can get a cheap one from Lowe's or Home Depot for like $300. So people are like, well, yeah, but it'll get... Imagine washing a house, like cleaning a window with a toothbrush. That's what it's like. I would rather a billion times over not even offer the service, save my money and get the right gear right away. So many people buy a crappy pressure washer and they just, they hate it. It doesn't work. They look like fools. It just doesn't work. A lot of times, too, if you get this little, you know, pressure washer and you're out there trying to wash a house, not only does it take a billion years, so you're not making the money you should, but people look at him like, oh, man, this guy, he just pulled this thing out of the trunk of his car, right? Image is a lot. And with pressure washing, it's one of those where you don't need a trailer, flatbed, blah, blah, blah. You can have just a portable one, but make it a system that actually makes sense. It's an underpowered part underpowered power washer, underpowered pressure washer. Say that five times fast. And by the way, that's the biggest one that I think people will get mad at. 
Um, maybe one other one on there. But that's really the big one that people get mad at. Because so many people have little pressure washers. If you're under four gallons a minute, you're really doing a disservice. If you are, tell me. I know. Um, send your angry emails over. But people are always like, oh, yeah, I got a little one and I do great. I still make $50 an hour. Well, that's cool. You should be at like 100 110 $115, $120, $125 an hour. That range with pressure wash. You should, man hour. Because you got uh, wear and tear, you got fuel costs and chem costs and uh, just wear and tear in general. You go through hoses. I mean, every year we were, we were replacing at least one time the hoses and all the couplers on every machine and system, trailer, everything. Not to mention everything on top of that with repacking bearings and doing fuel ch- or, uh, oil changes and pump oil changes and redoing the plugs. And um, we would have high-pressure swivels go out. Those are like 100 bucks a pop. High-pressure swivel goes out. Starts to leak. It's time to change it, right? Chems, man. We're buying 55-gallon drums of bleach. Uh, at a time, multiples, right? Some of you are even loading up a 275. All this stuff costs money. So you can't just like, if you're making $50 an hour, after your costs and your wear and tear, which nobody ever figures wear and tear, you're making like 20 bucks an hour. Like, probably. Especially with roofs. Roofs, the chem costs are very high, but the labor's very low. You can't roof clean with the pressure. Anyway, you get it. Underpowered pressure washers, don't, <laughs> don't get them. Uh, they just waste money. Uh, another one is, uh, preface this by, I am a salesman, by the way, but it's a DI only in a hard water area. Now, if you don't know anything about pure water, you're in it or you're not, this is a two second, like example and explanation. If you're in a hard water area, which most places are right, you could check it, uh, by going to even windowcleaner.com or letting me know I can check it by your zip code. If you're in a hard water area, which means you're over 99, that's really where this hard and soft is, but you can get to about 150 and still be pretty okay. But I know guys running three, 350 on a DI only, and they are ripping through resin. I got guys, now, again, I'm okay with this, right? Because I've tried to talk to them out of it multiple times, but I have a, a handful of people who order resin every week or every other week. I got a guy who orders like six bags of hydro uh, power resin, which is the little Unger one, which costs even more. He orders like six bags every two weeks. Every two weeks, six bags. That's a lot. Like, dude, get an RODI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe uh, for spring. All right, man. I got another guy who just orders uh, resin by the cube. Shoots me, shoots me messages. Get the resin ordered. I love it. But uh, same thing. You want to use an RODI when you need to, but people get into DI only because it is cheap. Now, if you're in an area where your TDS is three, 400, you know, from the tap, I would 100% rather you not even do pure water cleaning until you save up for the right system. Because at that point, you're spending like $20 a house on, on water. Like it kind of makes you faster, but that doesn't change the price. $20 a house, that's expensive. That's a lot of money that you're spending per house that you're just losing, right? In a day, you could be spending $100 in water. That's absurd. That's $100 out of your pocket. Think of that, right? So don't get a DI if you're in a hard water area. Check your TDS. Go to an RODI. It doesn't matter which system that you go with. 
you know, uh, Tucker has a great system. Uh, Zero has a great system. Uh, Pure Water Power has an awesome system. Any of those ones, those entry levels, you're talking about 2100 to 2200 that price range, those are all great systems. They're going to save you tons in resin. You're talking about now, you know, maybe two cents a gallon as compared to $20 a job it is a big, big difference. So don't skimp out on your system. Another thing, if you haven't gotten into pure water, a lot of people go, well, I don't need an RODI yet. I'm just getting into it. No, no, that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, that's too much money, but uh, this is my first one. So I just want to get into it a little lower. That's not how that works. It is not, you know, one system's better than the other as far as like, well, that's why it's more money. It's because it's a Lamborghini. It's the way the filtration works. That's why it's more money. It's a completely different system. It's not, DI is not a beginner system versus RODI is an advanced system. It's not that at all. And if you think that way going into it, probably not going to have a great time. By the way, uh, shameless plug, cover your ears if you don't want to hear it. But if you have questions on Pure Water, that's literally what I do all day long. If you guys have ever tried to call me on the phone, you know, right? I, I, I'm on the phone almost all day at, at on the phone all all the time so shoot me a text or call me but then shoot me a text if i don't answer um and ask shoot me i get texts uh, i mean today i got 38 texts today 38 texts from different people 38 different people that sent me texts right i do that all day long questions from pricing questions from um you know what gear to get i am not salesy if you ask me about a product i'll tell you what i think I'm not going to upsell you something that's obnoxious. I've been in business long enough to know that you don't need help spending money. So if you do have questions and really just want somebody on your side, let me know. That is what I do all day. And of course, I want you know all of your sales and things too. And you put the order in, let me put that in. But it doesn't cost you any extra to do that. But I more or less want to make sure that you have everything. We want to be the resource over just doing the sales. Anyway, spiel done. You can unplug your ears. Unplug your ears. Anyway. Another one that people will think it's because I am a salesman is a floppy pole. How do I say this tactfully? There are poles on the market that are absolute garbage. There are. There are more poles maybe five years ago that were absolutely garbage. Garbage. I very, very, very dis- much dislike fiberglass poles, hybrid poles, composite poles. It's just at that point, they're so floppy and just useless. It doesn't make sense to buy them because you'll use them for a couple months and be like, I got to buy something else. And now you're just wasting money on whatever pole you're going to throw away. There's poles out there. And again, Zero Pro Basic, we sell a ton of them, but that is not the stiffest pole. Like, for a little bit more money, you can get into an ultra-high mod. And it's the stiffness is going to be night and day, right? We sell a pole called the Ovate pole. You can get that in Elite. And it's an oval pole, which adds rigidity. It doesn't spin. And it's uh, high modulus, carbon fiber. Super stiff. We sell a pole called the Destroyer. The Destroyer is the stiffest pole that we sell. It doesn't move. It doesn't go anywhere. I mean, obviously, there's a little bit of flex, but in the world of poles, it doesn't. There are people who buy those poles that never have to then rebuy a new pole until they add another crew. I got a guy who just bought a destroyer 
probably in, it was like the end of June, maybe July. And he just called me yesterday and ordered another one. Like, as soon as you get into that, you're like, oh, well, this is why. Now he's replacing all his poles with destroyers. Right? Not that you have to do that, but you hear what I'm saying. Getting a floppy pole because you're saving a couple bucks sucks. If you get an M9 pole, right? That was a free pole that we did with a system. The M9 pole, people are like, oh, how's that one? You shopped based on price because it's the lowest price. This is not good. Well, yeah, but it's my first. Is it good? No. No, it's not. There are uh, uh, hybrid poles. People are like, oh, how about this one? I won't say the name. Is this a good poll? No, it's not. And they go, LOL, no, but really. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a good poll. Right? It'd be like using a regular aluminum extension pole to try to water feed. The thing would be flopping around. Your sections would be breaking. It'd be bending. It would just be garbage. So go with the right pole, even if it's not the top tier, because it doesn't necessarily matter if it's the most expensive pole. Because there are pole brands out there who will always be more money. It's like I always compare it to Harley. Right? If you've ever ridden a Harley or heard of Harley, you buy a shirt that has a picture of a uh, town or the Route 66. Is that what it is? Route 66? There you go. Logo on the thing or like the symbol. That shirt's like 10 bucks. You get it and it says Harley Davidson on it. It's like $39. Right? You get a little oil cap thing, which is $20 from the store. If it's got a Harley emblem on it, it's like 110 Right? There are certain things out there that you always pay a little bit more. So it's not price. It's stiffness, light, composite, all that stuff. Paying a little bit more gets you a product that you don't have to rebuy. I could tell you the first waterfed pull I ever bought. God, so long ago. So I bought a, this is like 15, 14 years maybe, 12, something like that. I got into pure water quite a while ago. And there wasn't the carbon options there are now. There was just a lot of other stuff. That first pole I had, the base of it was this fat. It was like a whole little football. And it was fiberglass and glass fiber composite. Like, oh, golly. If I wanted to wash a window, you know, like two windows over, I could literally just like, eh, and like do this, and the bend would be like, and then I could like stop it on the building. It was like ridiculous. The problem with that is as you're scrubbing, you lose all that scrub. It just, you lose it. So getting the floppy stuff sucks. If you're putting it into the employee's hands, they're going to be less efficient. They're going to get more beat up, more fatigued, and they're not going to work as efficiently or fast. Right? Don't get a floppy pole. Don't get a floppy pole and then um, complain about the uh, pole that you got when you chose the less pole. Because I get that too. People are like, well, I don't know why I bought this in the first place. I, I know exactly why you bought it because it was the cheapest pole. Well, somebody should have told... No, no, no. It's there because it's still an option. But we're not going to reach out and go, hey, this pole that you bought on your own is not that great. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Call me. Anyway, okay. Uh, another one that does not work. This is more people get like deals and specials for this, but it's radio ads. Radio ads do not work. Um, a lot of people have XM. A lot of people tune out commercials, radios, and everything else. I'm not saying never advertise. I'm saying the money you pay, it's very, very hard to get it back. No one, for the most part, people do. But a lot of times people are listening to radio in their car. They don't have a piece of paper, pencil, any of that stuff. Right? So when you say, hey, my number is this, call it, websites, they don't remember that. 
the thing that radio, how radio does start to work is you pay for so many ads and have it going and going and going and people hear the ad a thousand times and start to memorize stuff. But I know you, or I should say I know me. I couldn't tell you the last radio ad I heard. Couldn't tell you what it was for. Couldn't tell you anything. Right? I pay for YouTube Premium. So I don't have to have ads. I pay for Spotify Premium. I pay for XM Satellite in my cars. So that I don't really have to hear commercials for the most part. There are still commercials in that. Right? It's just annoying... It just doesn't work. People don't really listen. Again, if you're doing an advertising, you have to have somebody actually listen or pay attention to it, and it's extremely hard through radio. If you've done radio ads and it did awesome for you, tell me down below. Tell me down below. But radio ads are very hard. I've had, I've done radio ads, uh, individual promotions. I've done radio giveaways, which I was a sponsor of the giveaway. I have done um, news uh, sponsorship, which was like, you know, when they even say, uh, uh, you know, uh, weather sponsored by XYZ Window Washing. When you're looking for, I did that. I've done uh, pack of promos, which is like you get uh, newspaper and radio. And what I've, I've advertised on radio three times in different things. And it's because I used to work at a radio station. So deals that I would get and were really, really good never panned out. It never panned out. I've been on AM. I've been on FM. I've done it both. It just doesn't work. Save your money. I would rather see you even buy door hangers at that point, right? And remember, an ROI is a return on investment. But if you're spending $1,000 in radio ads, you need to make at least $2,000 in radio, in business, to pay for the radio ad because you still have to pay somebody to do the work, right? You still have to pay for the fuel to get to the job and the insurance and the truck while it's there. And the, you still have costs associated with that. So when people are like, oh, I paid a thousand dollars, but I got that back in work. You lost money. You lost money. It does not cost you zero dollars to do a job. It costs you a lot of money to do a job, Right? So make sure your ROI is good. And the only way is to test things, but I've tested it. A lot of people have tested it. Comment down below uh, on YouTube if you have tested it and tell me if you did any good, because I didn't. And I don't know anybody who has ever has. Another one that is more old school, you'll see this more in um, um, older window cleaning companies that'll do this. Um, but, uh, it's like kind of getting a resurgence where people kind of do this just for advertising, but it's 800 numbers, which again, they're like 888 numbers. Um, not as common as vanity numbers, vanity numbers, a, it's so hard now to get a vanity number that even makes sense because they're all absorbed. Right. But people will get like, you know, um, we wash one or, you know, um, some kind of thing where it'll be like, Hey, just call 704. We wash one. Okay. Let's talk about that. First off, people are not looking at the little numbers on their keyboard. They're not going to remember that. If there's a vanity number, I'm going to look below it and see what the actual numbers are. If I'm typing something in, right? A vanity number is not ear catching. It does not keep in somebody's head. Because the thing with numbers is if you call the wrong one, you get somebody else. You don't just like, oh, that didn't work. So a lot of times when I'm like, oh, man, 
was that 800 we wash or 888 or 704 what was that we wash what it doesn't work then it doesn't work think about this now think about any number other than 1-800-COLLECT because that number actually did work. That was way back when. You guys might not even be old enough to know what that is. But think of any vanity number that works. Yeah, if you want to call a lawyer or a taxi company, it's probably all sixes, right? They're all, for some reason, sixes or sevens for lucky or whatever. I couldn't tell you what they were. I couldn't tell you what company I was actually calling. Vanity numbers don't work and they're expensive. You can have a company in say Charlotte, North Carolina, again, because I was using the 704 area code, and have a 262 area code in Charlotte, and it doesn't make that much of a difference. People may not assume that you're local, so going with the 704 would be even better, but that's it. They don't even look at that. Where 800 numbers and vanity numbers and all that other fun stuff just doesn't play into how people shop, how people buy, and again, remember, people have to remember what you're selling or doing or you in order to buy from you. And a lot of the times they're just remembering who you are or maybe the color or something. They kind of might, the logo looks kind of, so when you brand across every platform, it helps people choose. It's not your name. Most people are not remembering your name specifically to the T. People are remembering what it kind of sounded like, or they're remembering the kind of logo. So when they see the website, find that's the company, right? Our job is to stay in front of them. That's where all the repeat stuff is, all the, you know, sending out EDDMs and being everywhere and again, brand awareness and recognition and all that stuff. Being in front of them so that when somebody needs window cleaning, they know it's you because they're getting an ad all the time. If they don't need it now, maybe in two weeks, they're going to get another ad somehow. Repetitiveness and frequency is what sells people, not memorizing an 800 number. Right? Another one that people will be, um, the last two people will be mad. If you're mad, I'm sorry. I, I'm not trying to make you mad, but I'm telling you these do not work. And it's magnet signs for your truck. Branding is super important. But if you put something on that looks temporary, you look like a temporary window cleaner. Let's be honest, right? If you show up to somebody's house and you're like, hey, I'm here to do your windows. And you're taking off a Best Buy shirt to put on a window cleaning shirt, which I know it's a drastic example. People don't go, oh, this is a window cleaner guy. He's like, oh, well, this is his part-time job. Same thing with magnet signs. Yes, they're cheap. But putting a magnet in your car looks temporary. You could get the same vinyl that's on the sign put on your vehicle. If you say... Well, Jersey, I cannot have a logoed and lettered vehicle in my driveway, which HOAs do that. Okay, then you have a magnet sign that's all white that you put over the logos that has no logo. So now when people see you, they see the truck all done up, right? If you have a full wrap, you're a little bit more uh, SOL. Park on the street, they can't control the street. (laughs) Right? Magnet signs, they just... Do not convey what you're trying to convey. They're so small that people can't read them. You try to put too much information on them. After all that said and done, you look like a temporary company and it just doesn't put that like professional vibe and that's why you bought the sign. Save the 20, 30, 50 bucks. Put it towards better graphics 
on your vehicle. It will make the world of difference. And the last one that I got to tell you just doesn't work. You're wasting money is to put a pre-filter on a DI tank. Now, I know. Come on. It's jersey at windowcleaner.com if you're going to send me these angry emails and tell me all about how I'm wrong. But listen, the truth of the matter is, is the micron level that the filter works at is not matching with the DI. You're talking about TDS, total dissolved solids, parts per million, a really, really, really good carbon sediment filter is five microns. It's just, you're on a whole nother level, right? The impurities themselves that are taken out are still going through the DI. The thing is, is if you put a pre-filter on, not only does that make the thing so cumbersome and a pain in the butt, but now you got more things to leak and now you have to change the pre-filter. Your pre-filter is going to get gummed up with like stuff anyway before anything happens, right? A DI tank is always going to be a uh, sediment style tank. You have your fittings at the top or a place where everything would be in, right? A hydropower by DI. Uh, I'm sorry, hydropower by Unger is a DI. It has a disbursement plate. It's like a mesh inside there. The mesh and the screening on the bag does not is not there to stop anything else. Unless you got big chunks of rust or something. But even then, those are things that once they get to the glass, they don't get on the glass. If you got something big on there, like hairs on your brush, as soon as it dries off, it blows away. Right? Pre-filters on DI tanks don't work. Don't do it. Don't be that guy or girl. Right? Anyway, there you go. Hopefully I haven't upset all of you at once. Um, but for those of you I didn't upset, if you want to say like thanks and any kind of awesomeness or high five or, or anything to not even just repay, cause that sounds like super douchey, but if you're just like, dude, I get something from the podcast. I want to contribute a little bit, get a subscription to the American window cleaner magazine. It's AWC magazine. You get stickers, you get a magazine and it definitely helps me out. Subscriptions. Uh, available awcmag.com. Same thing with the sticker club. If you want just stickers, you can go that route too. Another thing, I am a rep with windowcleaner.com and there's nothing cooler and nothing better than people who let me put their orders in, right? It's the most awesome way. It's how I make my cheddar. It's how I live. It's everything. So thank you for everybody who does. It really means the world to me that you guys would take the time to send me that. But just text me. Call me, whatever, 862-312-2026. If you're listening and you need that number, just back it up. Or I'll tell you it again. It's 862-312-2026. That is my cell phone. Call me, text me, whatever. Make sure in that to put something in there. That's like the code to get the sticker. Just be like, yo, everything's good. It's all in my cart. Cool kid. And then you'll get a sticker. And you'll be a cool kid. And you'll help me. And, yeah, I'll probably buy some awesome name brand snacks with it or something. But either way, do that. Uh, It means the world to me. Thank you guys for everything. Uh, Until next time, don't go waste your money. More importantly, go out there and be epic.